0: They quit responding to me." Well, one of the scariest aspects of going through a breakup is when the person that you love or really care about completely cuts you off. It is absolutely terrifying. And this is hardwired into us, Okay, You have to understand that the way human beings are built is that we attach to the people that we care about and we love and we bond with them, and it causes us to feel safe. So, when you feel disconnected from somebody, it triggers this separation anxiety in us that literally causes us to feel like we're going to die without this person. So, when you're going through a breakup, or even having problems in the relationship, and the person is just not responding to your text messages, It causes this overwhelming fear of, you know, just catastrophizing the worst. And, oh my God, we're done. I'm never going to talk to this person again. They don't care about me. They don't love me. And it just makes us go into like an emotional meltdown. And sometimes when that happens, you guys will just continue to reach out and continue to chase them and makes the situation much worse. Because you know, you're going through this physical pain. Like, this disconnect literally causes us physical pain. And that pain just prompts us to say to ourselves and uh, kind of rationalize in our own mind, I've got to reach out. I've got to reach out. And And we just get to a place where it becomes so irrational and illogical that we just can't seem to stop ourselves. It's very, very difficult to go through that. And it's very hard to stop yourself, which is why I'm trying to constantly warn you guys about having discipline and failing. See, you have to understand, the hard part is doing it when your anxiety is so high. That's the challenge, is when your anxiety level is just through the roof, you can't slow down, you can't calm yourself, and you have to have the discipline then. It's easy to have the discipline in times where you're distracted, or you're doing something, or you're at work. It's hard when you're alone, you're laying in bed. Stay away from the alcohol, because that can make you lose emotional self-control there. That anxiety comes up, and your body can't keep it down any longer. But it's a very challenging time to go through a breakup and if your ex is not reaching out to you at all, and in a lot of cases they're not, it just makes us feel even worse. So, I know that there are some coaches that advocate for pushing through that. Just keep reaching out. Send a text about something familiar that uh, you guys had together or something in common that you have. Well, that just doesn't work. And uh, actually... Had I thought about it sooner, I would have included an email from somebody um, that I did a coaching with, uh, I think it was Thursday or Friday of this week, who reached out to his ex, and she didn't respond, and so he was desperate, and he decided he wanted to reach out regarding their dog, didn't respond, and he's like, I don't understand how she could be so cold, I don't understand how, it, you know, this is about the dog, how could she do this? That's what happens. And, you know, a lot of times women especially become like the ice wall in the Game of Thrones where they're just, nothing is getting past. They are not letting you think for one second they're going to change their mind because at that point, in that point in time, they don't think that they're going to change their mind, okay? So, um... I do not advocate for trying to push through to somebody and keep sending them messages and thinking that it's gonna, some little magical text message is gonna make them change their mind. The only thing that's gonna do is magically get you a restraining order, okay? So, you got to understand that if somebody's ignoring you, women especially expect men to read these cues. Women think that men should be able to take a hint. And that when a man doesn't, she can tell them, or she can tell that he's socially awkward, okay? Men that are good with women understand them, and they understand these little social cues that they are uh, displaying, like, I'm not interested in right now. Now, it's a real turnoff for a woman to, especially, to have a guy continue to chase after her when she's not displaying any signs of interest, because it's like saying, and it's almost like projecting that biologically you're not desirable because you are so focused on them that you're not looking at any other options, okay? So, uh, I was thinking about that to help you guys understand how big of a turnoff it really is. And you know, when you're going to the mall, you're walking around the mall, and they have those kiosks, those little kiosks with the people in the middle of the mall, and they're trying to chase you down uh, to, to make you, you do a little display with your fingernails. They want to paint your nails or put this stuff on your nails, and you, wanna, you can't run away fast enough. You know the people I'm talking about? Sometimes they're selling wigs. You know, you, you want to get away. You're just, oh my God, I got to get away. And that feeling that you get of, oh, this impending doom, oh my God, they won't leave me alone. That's how you come across when you are trying to keep pushing forward to somebody when they're ignoring you, okay? So keep that in mind. Um, I got a really good email today from a guy who's in his early 30s. Now, he's been dating a woman in her late 20s that they met together at work. So he was... Uh, saying that they dated on and off for a year before things got serious. And they lived together for about seven months and seriously had talked about getting married the next year. So that tells you at some point her interest level was very high. She was even considering marrying him, okay? So he was telling me about her family, and he said that she had a strict mom when she was younger. The dad disappeared before birth and tries to come back around time to time, but she's not having it. So you know she's got some abandonment issues there, right? Because if her father abandoned her before she was even born um, and then only comes back from time to time, you know she probably doesn't feel too good about men and how well she can count on them. Later in high school years, her mother didn't care if she was around or not. I should note their relationship is much better and that she's back living with her mother and stepfather. But the important part is the childhood, and it doesn't sound like it was very good. We had been bickering back and forth for a week or so. We got in an argument about working so much. So my guess would be she wasn't feeling like he really cared about her, and she was trying to let him know, and he was, instead of, um, you know, doing like the mirroring, validating, and empathizing that I teach, where... You know, if she said, for example, you know, Donnie, you work all the time, we never see each other, I can't live like this, yada yada yada, and then he's going, Well, I gotta work and I gotta take care of these bills and and you know, you gotta understand my boss needs me there. Well, a better approach would be to say, Well look, you know, you're right. I do work all the time and you do work all the time. We have been working a lot. And so you're mirroring it, and, you're, and I could see that it's bothering you. And then you validate it, and you say, you know, you know, I was thinking about it, and it is true. I've been working a lot more, and we haven't seen much time together. And then you empathize and say, you know what? I do miss spending time with you, too. And I wish we could spend some more time with each other, too. Uh, so I understand that I miss you, too. And it does suck that we're working so much. And maybe we could do something about that. So you take that approach and instead of coming from a place where you guys are arguing and you're disagreeing or you're taking a side, you're coming together and you're acknowledging that she was right. So he said, I lost my cool and told her to move out. Oh, see, so he has got a problem controlling his emotions in these situations and he doesn't know how to communicate well. When I finally calmed down, I called her from work to apologize and tell her I didn't mean it. When I got home the following morning, all her stuff was gone. Wow. That would really, really, really hurt. And that would be very traumatic. And honestly, if you go through a situation like that, you really need to talk about it because that is a massive abandonment. And I think um, if you have something like that happening to you, you should definitely sign up for a Skype to talk to me about that because you got to process that. Let me help you process those feelings. It's not easy to go through a breakup as it is, but to have somebody just vanish on you like that, you would be going through a lot emotionally. And it's too much to deal with by yourself. You really, guys, you got to get help for yourself during these breakups. And I don't tell you anything that I don't do myself because I went to Margaret twice a week for a very long time and I still go to her every week. Now, mostly, it's to learn stuff and for her to teach me stuff at this point. Um, But when I was going through a difficult time, I really needed to process it. And you guys do too. Because that trauma, if it stays unresolved, it's only going to get worse. It destroyed me. I didn't eat or sleep at all for the first four days. I can imagine you were probably really sick to your stomach, probably, you know, extremely anxious, uh, nauseous, maybe vomiting. Some people vomit, uh, diarrhea. um, Perfectly normal. I had to call in sick to work. Good for you. It was too much, it was overwhelming you, and you knew it. I've been in a haze ever since. That's that anxiety that I talk about where you can't think clearly you're in a fog he's talking about it right there i'm in a haze we talked on the phone the morning i got home i begged her to stay we all know that doesn't work we talked for a while but she ended the conversation with we'll see i just can't think straight right now i love you so that's something really positive right there She's still telling him she loves him. She's still saying, in a way, she's attached. So that's a good sign. In her eyes, the biggest problem in the relationship were my moodiness and having to walk on eggshells around me. So that tells me she didn't feel safe with you. Just like I explained earlier with the mirroring, validating, and empathizing, you really have to be able to do that. Guys, I cannot tell you how important is that is one of the most important skills that i teach and i cover it in the video the reason couples argue you have got to understand that night and day if you really think you're gonna have a shot with your ex because that whole communication system will teach you to communicate with a partner where they feel like you're on their side from the get-go relationships need safety without safety it literally causes us to feel separation anxiety and physical pain. Oh, I was never physically violent, but say hurtful things before I can even wrap my head around the situation. Well, like I just said, um, saying things can cause the other person physical pain as well. It's not just hurting them with physical, like if you hit them or slap them or something like that or push them or whatever. That causes physical pain obviously but words do also. I've watched some of your videos and the ones about anxiety and that behavior fit me pretty well. So that gives me something to work on to better myself. Absolutely you have got to have emotional self-control at all times and like I tell you guys you must make someone feel like they are free. In a relationship, you must love them in a way that they feel free. Because if they feel trapped, or they feel like you're controlling them, it's only going to make them want to run away more. I'm looking for advice on getting her back. I still want to marry this woman. What advice do you have that will give me my best chances? I've been on no contact for 12 days now. She quit responding to texts, so I didn't want to keep chasing her if she wanted to be left alone. Well, I don't know how many times you texted her, before you finally figured it out that she wants to be left alone. But I'm glad you finally did it because you're just making the situation worse. I mean, if somebody is not ready to talk to you, why are you going to keep forcing them? Well, you're trying to do it to soothe yourself. And that does not display any kind of of security or of confidence. And it is a massive turnoff. You've got to have self-control. That's why I'm always saying, You have to have discipline or fail. It's not about having discipline during the easy moments. It's about doing it in the hardest moment where you could possibly imagine. If you don't do it, I'm telling you right now, it's going to make the situation worse because I see it every single day. Okay? So you need to leave her alone. You need to work on yourself. Honestly, um, you've got some trauma clearly going on to me where you need to deal with it. And I would strongly suggest signing up for a coach, so we could talk uh, a Skype coaching, so we could talk about this, because this is a really uh, delicate situation here. And you've been doing something your entire life that's not working, and you're basically a bully in your ra- relationships, where you think you can bully somebody or negate them, be negative to get what you want. Well, the only thing you're going to get is dumped. So. If you don't want to work with me on a Skype coaching, I strongly suggest you get yourself a therapist to deal with those issues because this is not a simple uh, breakup situation. We're dealing with um, a long history of you not treating your partners well because you bully them in order to get what you want. And that's simply going to destroy the relationship. And I can guarantee that any continuation of that behavior is going to turn her off for good, because she's already really turned off by the way you've been acting, even though she loves you. So you got a chance, um, because she still cares, but you don't really have a good handle on what's going wrong, and Um, how to change yourself. And that is why I'm here, guys. That's why I do these coachings with you around the world. I love talking to you guys and helping you guys so you can see things more clearly because you guys are in a fog right now. Your anxiety level is so hi you're just in this tremendous fog you can't think straight you don't know what you're doing you're going to friends and family and advice for advice they're giving you bad advice they're saying oh reach out tell them you love uh, believe me i see it all guys i understand and i want to help at least coach you through this um, and guide you get you a plan for your situation so i can help you turn things around and better yourself so if you want to get my help personally just go to my website, askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching. I do Skype coaching. And if you got to get with me within 24 hours, I do offer emergency coaching. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.